Why are you wielding a plunger? Uh, well, I needed a plunger. <laughs> that wasn't here a second ago. It was. It was. It was hidden in. There's no numerous reasons to have a plunger. Uh, well, sure. One, I have two toilets and one plunger, so I needed another plunger. That tracks. The last thing you want to do is like, oh, I need a plunger right now. Let me <laughs> run downstairs and grab it. Nope. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, so it, it came today. It's uh, a good plunger. And it felt appropriate for the episode we're going to have. <laughs> uh, also, I just like to have like something in my hand. This has a bit God, of a... That makes such weird noises. Has, like, who's hanging their plunger up? On a wall. That's a common feature on a lot of plungers these days. I remember when we would mm. get them in when I worked at Rite Aid, and you would have either that kind. Well, actually, they wouldn't be that nice. That's a really that's a nice plunger. It has a smoky smell to it, like like scotch. Oh, smoky. Oh, yeah. Is it aged? <laughs> Just it might be an aged plunger. Uh, smoked Vintage over wood fire plungers <laughs> over hickory. Because <laughs> uh... when I went my cl- my toilet unclogged, my first thought is: Is this hickory smoked? Uh, you don't want cherry because it smells too medicinal. Right, right, right. I'm going to stop smelling this plunger. I was trying to think of a way to open this episode because we have – we're doing like three episodes back to back, right? Like, we're doing two. a lot. No, we're doing two today. Um, In, in a week, I mean. Like, oh, in a, a week's week. Time, I mean, doing... Within a week's time, we're doing four <laughs> technically if you want to count. Uh, uh... So like I spent a lot of time getting the episodes ready and not a whole lot of time getting the opening ready. But I'm going to try to do this off the cuff. I thought of it because – we had that episode with Jill, and Jill is yeah. from the old country, right? And I was—I've been thinking about it, the old country, and I remember there was this one time when I was really little, where I went to like some relative's fiftieth anniversary, right? I, like I have no do. idea who they were, yeah. Um, and it was in some kind of like celebration hall, but it's—it's it's the it's the old country, so it's it's all shit, like it's all shit. <laughs> and I don't know any of these people; they all smell funny because they're old. And like for somehow all of my cousins had gotten out of it. What? So, yeah, I don't. I don't know how. That's bullshit. I don't know. So it's just me and my brother, and there was swings outside, and there's like a sandbox, and like we were we were, didn't have a whole lot of money. So if you found a toy on the playground and no one else was around to claim it, oh, you play with it. That's yours. Yeah. Uh, so we're playing through the sandbox, and like I've always been pretty good at like that is a toy. And it belongs to, like, it's a Transformer and Ninja Turtles or blah, 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 whatever. I'm a nerd. Yeah. And I find this um, orange cylinder uh, that has, like, a divot. And I'm like, I don't know this accessory to whatever action figure. I brought my, like, like, New Adventures of Johnny Quest action figure. Nice. Uh, And I was like, Johnny's dropping this bomb on things. (laughs) Way to go, Johnny. And, you know, brought it home, tossed the toy box, forgot about it for, like, ten years. Sure. Cut to sophomore year of college, and I'm home trying to not be sad and drunk at that moment. Like you do. And I'm yeah. looking through my action figures, because I've never stopped collecting them. And I'm like, oh, cool, I got like an old Fantastic Four action figure. Ah, oh, more Batman and Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters, and what the fuck is that? And I find this thing that I had previously found in a sandbox, and, I'm, and 
time had passed and I had grown into a more knowledgeable human being and I realized what that thing was. I have an idea, but I want to hear you say it. It, it was a crack pipe. <laughs> oh, that's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> okay. I thought it was going to be a prescription bottle by the way you described it. No. no it was a crack no. pipe. I, I know what a prescription bottle looks like. Even I mean, but that, the kids are stupid, though. Like, right, I would have right. made that was, mistake, I maybe. Little, I was old enough to recognize that. Okay. But not a Not a crack pipe. No. no. And it was, like, it was like neon orange, which is weird. <laughs> and it had a little mesh. Sure. Put, yeah, you got to put the put, screen in there. Put the crack in. Um, <laughs> I was like, how long did I play with this? Having no idea. How long did your parents let you play with that? Well, like, like what they was... had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of your mom walking past you, like, are you having fun? Like, like, yeah, ah. yeah, I'm having a good time. Just toss that back of the Ecto One. Just driving around. I found this cool missile. <laughs> so that relates to today's episode. Because how? <laughs> sometimes when you look back on things. They're a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and that relates to this episode because maybe someday we'll look back on these movies and it'll and be a crack pipe. It'll be a crack pipe. <laughs> right. So, so with that. But wasn't it fun when you didn't know it was a crack pipe? Listen, I... I <laughs> Welcome to Drazzle, the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Jack Colbertson here, here to suffer along with me as always is also host Joe Nealis. Hi, everybody. Typically, we take a movie and uh, rip it apart, fi- fix it all up, but, t- tell you what's on oh, the inside. But y'all, there are too many. Oh, there, are t- there are so goddamn many of them. Uh, so we're bringing in the second unit today to to uh, talk about. The newly announced Razzie nominations for 2022. We we sure are, and we we're doing it like so. First, neither of us know mostly know what has been nominated. Right, we did have a, a little bit spoiled for us, but the whole point of this, and why we haven't talked about it on social media up to this point, is <laughs> that we wanted to go in as blind as possible. So we we've looked at some like prediction lists, and we had some of our own predictions for what might get nominated. And then we're going to look at the actual nominations together and give our real-time reactions. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, we'll also probably touch on the Oscars, which – Because Razzie's always <sighs> announced theirs the day before the Academy Awards are nominated. Right. And at this point now, it's two – we are two days after the Razzies and one day after the Oscars yes. as of recording. And we're, I think we'll talk a little bit about, you know, all of the above – uh, just because we need to talk about something good as a palate cleanser, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> we've we've had to watch a lot of terrible movies. Because <sighs> we're like, well, what are all the bad movies that came out this year? Well, let's just try to watch the worst ones and and, I, and guess. But... I, I dare say we watched a handful of what we thought might get nominated. We have a list of probably like twenty five movies, something like that. And like Jack had categorized them by like very likely, probably, and not likely in yes. terms of like how like their chances of getting nominated. I have no idea if any of that was accurate, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones that we did manage to actually watch, who oh boy. <laughs> so before we do any of that, just want to thank you for listening so far. Yes. We have been, frankly, overwhelmed at just like the love <laughs> we've been getting from y'all up to this point. Uh, keep it coming. 
keep us overwhelmed. Keep reviewing us and uh, subscribing to us on platforms of your choosing. Uh, you can review us on Apple, Spotify, uh, Good Pods, Podchaser. Uh, please do those things so we're higher up in search rankings and people can discover us more easily. And so we can keep the lights on. We like lights. Right? Sometimes. I, I, oh, okay. I'll, I'll sit in the dark by myself sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Have yourself a good cry. Uh, so you gotta. What I'd, I want to go through the unlikely to be nominated Sure. Watch. Sure. Not Let, not yeah. all of them that are on the list, but just the ones that. Yeah, let's watch. touch on them a little bit because there there were some interesting choices there. Some things I wasn't quite expecting to see. You put yeah, there. I basically I went through like f- the first four pages of Google, and it's like, <laughs> what are the worst movies of the year? So I watched Old, the M Night Shyamalan film. I did not watch that. Uh, Jungle Cruise. Also, did not watch that. Halloween Kills. Also, did not watch that. And Eternals. I did watch that. I don't think any of those are bad. Some of them I think are actually pretty good. I I actually I genuinely liked Eternals. I didn't think it yeah. was deserving of like half of the hate that it got. No, I I just <laughs> people are just racist. Like what else? It's just I just mean, racist. there's that. <laughs> um, there there was no reason to hate on that movie as much as people did. Nah. If if you enjoyed Marvel films. There's no reason you shouldn't have enjoyed that. If you just like, yeah. don't like superhero movies, no, you're probably not going to like sure. that. Sure. I can understand maybe that being like peak superhero burnout. Yeah. Because like you're being introduced to a lot of these characters for the first time. It's a long movie. There's a lot to take in. I can get being overwhelmed with it and just kind of not wanting to deal with more. Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was a good movie. Chloe Zhao did a good job. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. I take issue with the with the fact that people have been calling it the Snyder, or the Snyder Cut of the MCU. Because that's dumb. It is not. I don't have the words to say how much I hate that. Yeah. Um, Halloween Kills was kind of me. I, I, I'm behind on the new Halloweens. I saw the first one, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. I have not seen Kills, but I've heard a lot of disappointment surrounding it. The first one showed potential. The second one kind of spent any hope I had for the, the trilogy being good. It was, there were some like interesting parts, especially the they open in I think what nineteen seventy eight hmm. uh, for the prologue. I was like, Actually, that part was pretty good, uh, but nah. Jungle Cruise was fine. It was just like a, a family action adventure film. I don't know why people. I didn't even. I was that was a movie I was surprised to see was even on there. I mean, I feel like most of what I saw from it was like was that it was fairly enjoyable. Yeah, was what I mean. It was The Rock and Emma Blunt. Mm-hmm. Did I say her name right? Is her name sure. Emma Blunt? Is Emily Blunt? I have no idea. I don't uh, need, I don't no, need it was, tweets. It was... <laughs> I I didn't even watch it for Razzie stuff. I just sat down and watched it with um, with Belinda because she likes to rock. And I was like, yeah, this is like um, if they watered down Indiana Jones and took out all the innuendo. Yeah, it's Emily Blunt. That, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. The Rock and Emily Blunt. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that I got from watching the previews was that it was going to be it was going to be a more child friendly mm-hmm. Indiana Jones ish thing based on a theme park ride. Actually, more like it was more like the Mummy with Brendan Fraser. See, that just makes me more happy. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, I, it's I, I love I love Indiana Jones. I just don't want things to try to emulate Indiana Jones. No, don't do it. Yeah, if it's Mummy esque, oh, I can get down on that. Yeah, it's Mummy on boats. Yeah, Mum. What's bad about that? <laughs> so moving up. We have the likely to be nominated. I watched Tom and Jerry. I did not. You watched Mortal Kombat. I did watch Mortal Kombat, yeah. 
Did you watch Army of the Dead? I did not. I didn't. I I, I wanted to just because I want because you you described it to me as really stupid, so I it's wanted to really watch it. Stupid. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's, it's like again, no offense to Zack Snyder, but a lot of his movies are stupid. We've, I'm sure we've talked about him before. As a human being, I think he's a cool dude. Yeah, I just I don't like him as a filmmaker. No, in the more movies he makes, like back 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 when he first started making movies, I'm like, oh, I like his remake of Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And then he did 300. Like, I like the first half of 300. I, I liked 300 when it came out, but like every time I've yeah. watched it after that, I've started to like it less and less. Like, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't hold up well, I don't think. And the, he's now the majority of movies he's made. I now dislike for sure. Yeah. Like so. But this was his first movie following uh, Justice League and has Batista in it. And it is it's it's really bad. The story is bad. The um, dialogue is terrible. The performances are meh at yeah. best. I still might go back and watch it just because, A, you said it's it's that stupid. It's and stupid. B, because I'm genuinely interested about the uh, the insertion of Tignataro into the into the film. Because they had cast Chris Delia mm-hmm. in that role. And then it came out what a scumbag he apparently is. Yeah. And they, re- they cut him from the film and completely in post redid the film with uh, with her in his role. And I love Tignataro, so like, yeah, why why not check that out? It was fine, and the, even the actors that I typically enjoyed, I'm like, you just have really terrible dialogue. You have to yeah, I mean, say. that'll do it. Um, and she, you couldn't really tell that she had been inserted. Like, they did a pretty good job. Neat. Of course, it's a lot of like, here's the whole crew over in this shot, and then here's her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also did you watch Space Jam too? I did. I did watch Space Jam 2. I did not like that one. It actually made me angry. <laughs> like this movie is so fucking crass it's in its a- in its its attempt to milk IP for nostalgia. Like it is the it is a masterclass in what not to fucking do with your intellectual property. When when somebody had first said like, "Oh, this is these are all the the properties that are in the film." I'm like, "But why? Why? Why are there droogs?" Why is Pennywise why? there? Why is the why is the why are the nuns from Annabelle back there? I, or like a, an approximation thereof? It's from the devils. Or the devils? What the fuck? I don't I don't know. Why are they there? <laughs> this is stupid. I get that it's supposed to be like the villains cheering right, for right. Uh, cheering for the goon squad, which also the goon squad is like a weird. Yeah, yeah like. There's no there's there's no connection to them unless you know basketball. Like you have to like you have to know basketball more thoroughly. The good thing about the Monstars is that you had a storyline for why you were going to connect with these villains. Yeah. Like you had the Danny DeVito overlord like treating them like trash and like controlling their lives and then giving them the skill of a bunch of NBA stars. You know what's baffling to there's a number of of films on this list that they're a sequel to a movie that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of that lately. Yeah. And I have a hard time coming up with that, the movies where that actually worked. But hmm. I'm like, you had so much time to think about this. I was yeah. like laying in bed last night, just like seething about, like your reaction to Space Jam 2 mm-hmm. is my reaction to Matrix Resurrect. Uh, really? Yeah. See, I, did, I didn't have quite as quite as much of a negative reaction to that one. I very much dislike it, but we'll get into it. But like I, last night I was like, sh- they had how long to think about a sequel or like what they'd want to do. Mm-hmm. And this is what I got. The, and like, there are some ideas in it that I do like, mm-hmm. they just don't do anything with them. 
Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that yes. when we actually get to it. But yes. uh, uh, And then the last movie for the like likely category, and I don't know if this actually counts, but I saw it on some lists, uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I absolutely think it deserves a Razzie. Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Like, I watched both. I, I did I did the stupid, ill-advised thing of watching both no. on the same day. Back oh, to God. back to back. So like I like as, as direct a comparison as you can fucking get of the Whedon cut and the and the the Snyder cut. The Whedon cut's garbage and uh-huh. is probably the worst thing I've ever seen him do. It's so bad. It does a gross disservice to practically every character that's in it. It's so weird. It's so strange. Considering like what he managed to do with the Avengers and how well that was done. I, like whatever you have to say about uh, Age of Ultron aside, like I know a lot of people have some some bones to pick with that movie, but I I thought it was good for the most part. It's it's not an awful movie. No, it no. This just, was an awful movie. This was an awful movie. Yeah, and the, the Snyder Cut, I will say, is a more cohesive narrative, and that's a lo- that that is stepping over a bar that's on the fucking ground. <laughs> that is not a hard thing to do with this. I the 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 shining parts of it is that he does a, he puts together much better stories for Cyborg and Flash. I will congratulate him on that. The there is still so much of this movie that is wildly unnecessary that goes on for way too long. And I know he had this whole grand vision for like for the Snyderverse yeah. for like the this for that nightmare ending that he was going for and building toward. It sucks. I fucking yeah, hate I, I hate the nightmare shit. <laughs> so People want to go on and on about how great the uh the Batman Joker interaction is in that movie. No, it's terrible. No, it has no nuance, it has no subtlety to it. The whole reach around joke is lazy. It's stupid, it has yeah. nothing to do with anything. There's I think no lazy is the best way to Yeah. yeah. It is I will continue to say Jared Leto's Joker is fine. I I don't have a problem with it per se. It's not it it doesn't stand up to what they can potentially do with that character, I think. He is an iteration of the character that I acknowledge and don't think would be terrible in the hands of a director who knew what they were doing. A director and a writer. Yes. I think. Because yes. I am at this point I'm convinced that Zack Snyder doesn't really know how to craft um a compelling narrative. I agree. Well, the movie I enjoy of his most was written by James Gunn. So, <laughs> yeah, lo and behold, yeah, I I think Zach, uh, Zack Snyder enjoys moments. Yes, and he can he can create a pretty good moment oh, yeah. sometimes. The Watchmen was great for moments. It I, sucked as a it, story. It sucked as a story. Yeah, like like the the parts are gr- greater than the whole. Yeah, in that in that in that instance. Though I will say Jackie Earle Haley was a really good Rorschach. There's certain people in the – well, even Carla Gugino is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I can never remember his name. Played The cast in general I enjoyed. They just didn't have a story. No. It, it felt lifeless. Anyway, Zack Snyder, I don't mean to shit on you. but I, I, I don't want to continuously shit on the guy either, but I think there are some legitimate critiques to be made of his filmmaking, and there are – Far too many like fanboys who a I'm we're definitely gonna piss off right now oh, yeah. and b that just like people that we bend have, over like, backwards. Guessed. Um, I was gonna say people we've like guested on that have enjoyed Zack Snyder quite a lot. Sorry guys, yeah, um, like, and and like I don't begrudge anybody their like of, of Zack Snyder. Like film film taste is a subjective thing. Like yeah. what you like, 
Everything sucks. It, if you enjoy it, great. Yeah, <laughs> there. <laughs> the, the, the Lloyd Dobler approach to film to uh, to, to film appreciation. If if you assume everything's bullshit, then you're you're pleasantly surprised when anything's good. <laughs> it does surprise me how many fans will go to bat for him. I'm like, are, are we watching the same movie? Because like, I'm not getting anything out of this. I've grown up on comic books. This is not anything like I read. No. And and, and not that it should be necessarily because right. it's a completely different medium, but the degree to which people will bend over backwards to yeah. to like stand up for this movie as a piece of cinematic excellence. It's an improvement. It is definitely an improvement over the over the Whedon cut. It's not oh, okay. good. I th- I thought you were saying over like superhero movies. Oh no. Like, nah, oh good man. lord no. No. The, the Captain America: The Winter Soldier is a thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I was trying to think of like and it, it, Daredevil and, with Ben Affleck or oh my god. Well, it's, I mean, a, a lot of things are an improvement over that, right. as we've covered. <laughs> listen, uh, listen to our our guilty pleasures episode to hear Jack disillusion himself over the 2003 Ben Affleck Daredevil. It, it was it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move on to our please very likely to be nominated. Wait, was there? I feel like there were more um, on the. Um, oh, there's a bunch. We just didn't watch them. Well, let's 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 sure. briefly cover the ones that we that we didn't talk about. So, in the real quick, I'll, I'll breeze over the unlikely. Uh, I also saw Adam's Family two, Cruella, Ghostbusters Afterlife was one of the surprises. I'm, I'm actually surprised that Cruella and Ghostbusters Afterlife were yeah. being bandied about at all. Because yeah. while Cruella feels like a completely unnecessary movie, mm-hmm. the overall impression I got of it was it was pretty good. I. I haven't seen it myself yet, but some like plot stuff that I was like, that sounds stupid, but like overall it looks fine. Um, Like the impetus for like why she hates Dalmatians feels like buck wild, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it didn't sound like Razzie worthy necessarily. Honestly, a lot of these movies that we watched, I wouldn't say are Razzie worthy. Yeah. Like they're most, most of them are not. Sure. There's a couple that I'm like, oh yeah, There's a couple, there's a couple that I demand are nominated, (laughs) uh, but uh, uh, oh, real, and real quick, I do mm-hmm. want to say, like, I, I can understand why people didn't like the new Mortal Kombat movie. I actually thought it was okay. Like, like I was pleasantly surprised at how, at how much I enjoyed some of the character work in it in particular. Uh, like, the entire Scorpion Sub-Zero plotline I thought was fantastic. The development of why Jax is the way he is I thought was good. Yeah. Big me- big metal arms. You betcha. Yeah. All I know is get over here. Yeah, Scorpion. That's all I know. Yeah. I, th- I think the biggest thing that it really suffered from was, I mean, was aside from the fact that there's not actually a tournament in the movie, that's which is kind of like Mortal Kombat's whole thing, but a sequel's been greenlit, so I bet that's going to be what happens in the sequel. Okay. Um, but I think the other thing is they they, they put a, a new character in who is like a, a, a special destiny boy. Oh. And... I don't think you needed that with Mortal Kombat because you like Liu Kang's already a thing for right. one thing, and even aside from that, it's like he's kind of a one note character. The only time I watched the Mortal Kombat movies was in my friend Haley's basement, where everybody was like, "Let's watch some Mortal Kombat movies." I'm like, "Sure, I want a drink," <laughs> and we did separately but together. <laughs> I sat in the corner and drank, and they watched the Mortal Kombat. I love the first Mortal Kombat movie, like the 90s Mortal Kombat movie. The sequel, Annihilation, is so bad. It is painfully bad. It was one of the ones where they fought. Yeah, they they fight in both of them. Yeah, that one. Sure. Right. <laughs> I think it was a yingling. Anyway. 
Uh, and then also the Marksman and Bliss, I also have on there. Uh, for Likely, uh, I have Cherry. Um, which I, you can only find that on yeah. Apple TV, which like is A, frustrating, and B, no. Right. It didn't look... It looked. It also looked bad. It looked I, I bad. just it didn't look... I, yeah. I poor Tom Holland, just right? trying to branch out into something else, and just, it did not look good. We also have the Forever Perch, which I I will eventually watch. I need to watch any of those movies because I still have not seen a single Purge. I've only watched the first one, and I enjoyed it. Fair. And baby Boss, Family Business, Boss Baby. Yes, that one. <laughs> Just, I, I hate that I'm correcting you on that one because it doesn't deserve to be corrected because it's it's a garbage idea for a film to begin with. Have you ever drank so much coffee that you've gone the whole way from like tired back around to fucking tired? Yes. I was in grad school for literature. Yes. I've had, that, like, that was my existence for two years. You know my coffee cup that says like coffee makes me poop? Yeah. It's giant. It's a giant cup. Oh, yeah, it's like, beautiful. It's one of my of favorite things. And <laughs> nothing. Four of them? Yeah. Well, like. It was the only drink I had near me for a little while, so I was like, yeah, I might as well. Um, yeah, more this of this. Nothing... Um, <laughs> which is to say, words are hard. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, and I played with a crack pipe when I was a child. Also, <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God. This had no lasting effects. None. Uh, <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen, which is a trailer I saw, and oh, I will never, God. I hope I, I never have to watch that. I want to watch it because of how pissed off so many people got about it <laughs> people really oh mad. my god like i know i know literally nothing about the stage show yeah, i don't either. i don't know what it's about the only oh no i know one thing about the stage show and this it involves like a big video screen on in the, on the back of the stage Sweet. that's all i know literally the only thing i don't know anything about the storyline or the characters or what happens or who's in it but people got so angry about this adaptation it's like wh- how I why is it such like, a big dumpster fire like the eternals or something with rob and he's like oh <laughs> I'm like what? And he's like, I, would... I, I got in like the entire like diatribe for the rest of the credits or the the opening trailers. I I would love to hear yeah. Rob's if, uh Rob's thoughts on Dear Evan Hansen. If if we for have, whatever if, reason we have to do that episode, if, if we have to do that episode, Rob has to be the guest on it. Absolutely. Then there's the Venom sequel. I still haven't seen either of those, but like, I don't know. People seem to enjoy at the very least Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. So. Like I, I'm, I wanna, I wanna see them. I have a hard time believing that Tom Hardy can be that bad. Like even in right. a shitty movie, I still feel like he would be worth worth watching. Have Have any of y'all seen Bronson? Fuck you! I love Bronson. I, yeah, no, I do too. Because it's okay. bonkers and buck wild, and you get full frontal greased up Tom Hardy just beating up more cops. butter, <laughs> more butter. Uh, if you. If you watched Drive, it's the same director, uh, oh. Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, that's right! I yeah. forgot about that. Uh, oh and I had God. I had actually watched Bronson before Drive, and I was no, like, "No, I watched well, those it, are wildly different." Movies. I, I, I watched Drive first, and then and then and then and then we watched Bronson together. And yeah. I was like, "That guy directed." I, I don't know if it's my favorite movie by him, but it's up there. It's real good. It's check out Bronson, y'all. It's very good. As long as you're comfortable with like. Just Tom Hardy, Tom, Tom Hardy, Dick flapping around yeah. while he beats up prison guards. Um, you know, what do we need to record this right now? Can we just go watch Bronson? Yeah, let's go. All right, see you. <laughs> uh, you can find us on. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then I, I have Tomorrow War and Cosmic Sin. I'm not familiar with either of those. I'm not either. I think one has Chris Pratt in it. Meh. Yeah. All right. And then for the very likely. For the, ver- the very likely to be nominated. I have Matrix Resurrections. Right. Um, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I didn't get a chance to watch that one, though. I was I, I, I love Ryan Reynolds, so like I was yeah. I wanted to watch it, just didn't get around to it. Uh, speaking of Red Notice. I did watch that. Did you watch that one? No. The only one of the very likelies that I watched was Matrix Resurrections. No, it, no it's not. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot to put a little... Oh, because yeah, I know I know for a fact you watched this. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> uh, and then the last one on that list that both of us watched was uh, Thunder Force. Fucking Thunder Force. If this movie's not nominated for a Razzie, I will riot. I will... I will <laughs> Oh, God. We, we will have some words for the Razzies. I, we I will go to every grocery store in a 15-mile radius and cook all of the raw chicken. <laughs> Just <laughs> so gross. We will absolutely talk about that. Um, oh. There was also uh, Spiral, or the Book of Saw, Part 9, whatever it is. The one with Chris Rock. The yeah. One, yeah, I, Saw with Chris Rock. I was surprised to see that listed so highly because I, I feel like... listed a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like when that had come out that I had seen a lot of surprisingly positive reviews for it. Like people were like genuinely shocked that, uh, that Chris Rock was so good in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just praise for Chris Rock. And it wasn't been. actually praise for the film. My memory is a little bit fuzzy. Then we also have the mini saints of Norway, Nor, Norwork, Newark, Newark, the, the Tony Soprano, the young Tony Soprano movie. Right. I haven't watched the Sopranos yet. So it would make zero sense. I have seen a little bit of the Sopranos. My mom loved it mm-hmm. when it was on. Like she, like my mom, made sure we had HBO like all the time. Even, like, True. We we had no money <laughs> for like anything, but that she, was we, we had to have HBO because my mom was constantly following well, she was constantly following Sex in the City, but right. she would also occasionally follow The Sopranos and at the time really liked it, but then later in life went back and she was not much of a fan. I, I do want to watch it eventually. It's just there's a there's a lot of good TV. Yeah, there there is a lot of good TV out there to get through, and like to get to everything. Oh yeah. God, there's not enough hours a day. I've been unemployed for three weeks, and I don't have all, yeah. many hours in the day. And then there's a movie called Music. Music? Yeah, I know nothing about it. No, I've, I haven't even heard of it. Uh, there was a movie called uh, Blythe Spirit, which is based on a play. N- no familiarity. It has God. I can never remember his name. Um, he was in Legion. Uh, the the show that was on FX, Dan Stevens. Yes, he yeah. he played Legion. Yes, yeah, Dan Stevens. Yeah, also of Downton Abbey fame and the Beast from the live action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that piece of garbage that exists. <laughs> I you know I feel like he is he's always good, but like, I, his I projects are very hit and miss. His projects are hit and miss. I very much love Dan Stevens. I think he's great. Well, he was in the Blythe Spirit. That makes me want to see it. Honestly, well. I remember reading the play in, I think, high school. Okay. And it's kind of, I think, don't, don't, I don't know if this is right, but like, I think it's like a Victorian era uh, man whose wife has since passed and he's like remarried a new woman, but the, the ghost of his wife is still there, like being obnoxious. It's a comedy. Oh, um, neat. So when I saw that he was in it and that play, I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, apparently not. All right. And then a movie called The Misfits, which. It's like the fourth movie to be called The Misfits. Oh, that's the thing. There's so many things called The Misfits. Mm-hmm. And whether it's whether it's the horror punk band, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the British TV show 
mm-hmm. uh, that was really good for two seasons. <laughs> it was the last film that Marilyn Monroe and the Clark last, Gable. There you go. It's also that. It's a lot of things. So I and had apparently a movie that was not so good this year. Thanks, 2021. Uh, well, that that covers our prediction list. Uh, the way I'd like to do this next part is. I've written, on, uh, written out all the nominations for different stuff. I don't know if you did or not, but I have like, like worst pe- worst actor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, like out. you wrote out like actual like prediction lists yes. for things? Oh, I didn't do that. Um, I should have done that. <laughs> it It's mostly just one movie. So it's cool. Like we'll just. Uh... Is this, just, is this, is, is this uh, Jack tears into the Matrix 4 for, for 20 yeah, minutes? Actually, I was pretty nice. Pretty nice. To really? It. I mean, no, it's still awful. But so let's start with. You know, we'll start at the bottom, work our way up to Worst Picture. Sure. Yeah, I think the, I think that's reasonable. I'll throw in whatever things I think sure. should be nominated as we're going. This is their one nice award, the Razzie Redeemer Award. They do that from time mm-hmm. to time. Yeah. It is like one of the, one of the actual like classy things that the Razzies yeah. are capable of doing that they should do more often. So, see discussion for later. Right. I said Nick Cage just for Pig, um, which is not even a movie I've watched, but I can't. I haven't seen Stop. either, but I every bit of criticism that I mm-hmm. see about it is so lovingly positive yeah. and gushing. Y- you know who gushed about it that I was like, oh, this must be actually good then? Who? Scott. Oh, really? Yeah, he liked it. I'm like, well, if Scott like, gushed yeah. and said it was like a good movie, then it's probably a good movie. Yeah. No, I would take – so Scott um, McGrath, our guest from the uh, Saving Christmas uh, episode well, and our uh, partner in Ramming Speed Pictures – yeah, I would absolutely trust his uh, opinion on that his, beyond the vast majority of humanity. Right. That well, is. His opinion, his uh, taste is either um, higher art type stuff or mm. utter fucking or garbage. utter garbage. <laughs> right. And I was like, wait, is it good like garbage? He's like, no. Like, it's good like good. It's good like good. And I'm like, oh. Right. It looked fascinating. Like, yeah, just the, like I like the premise alone. Um, especially considering I keep hearing it described as like uh, – Nick Cage in John Wick, but with a pig. Right. uh, Which seems is a bonkers sentence to say. So, like, I want to see it. I'm very excited to see it, but uh, I I like the idea of him getting redemption because of it. Um, Worst new performer. Okay. I said LeBron James for Space Jam. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. And you know know what makes me mad about his performance in that? Like, so the whole movie makes me mad just because of how crass it is with its treatment of IP and, like, the the idea that that's the direction that more and more studios and whatnot are going to go with it. LeBron James's performance made me mad because I've seen that motherfucker act decently. Oh, really? So there is a, there's a a romantic comedy called Trainwreck starring Bill Hader and Amy Schumer. Okay. And LeBron James plays Bill Hader's, like, best friend in this movie. Okay. And he is surprisingly engaging and charming Shit. and puts on a decent performance. I, I'm having trouble believing you because of how bad he was. Yeah, I get 2? that. That's what this performance does. He's so unbelievably bad in Space Jam 2 that it's hard to believe that he could be good as an actor. Like, the performance I get out of him, I assume he was given the script the day of and had never recited a line of dialogue. That is life. exactly how it felt. That is precisely how his, how his performance feels in this movie. Absolutely a deserved nomination. Woof. Um, Woof. <laughs> worst musical score or original score. Uh, I nominated Tom and Jerry. I still haven't seen it. Wait, it, do you have more nominations for uh, for new for new performer? I just picked one for each. Oh, you picked one for each. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you did you have one? 
Uh, not off the top of my head. No, I, I'm also really bad at knowing like what's considered a new performer because sometimes, right. because sometimes like those categories at big award shows yeah. will award somebody that I've known of for like a while. Right. Well, like I had no idea that LeBron had been in anything prior to this. Yeah. Uh, his performance certainly didn't show that. He, it really doesn't. The the score for Tom and Jerry is absolute garbage. It's one of the, those scores that as soon as the opening credits start, it it starts and doesn't stop until like 30 minutes in. <laughs> um, it's like constant noise. So it's, it's, so it's, like, it's like, like intrusive. Mm-hmm, like very. it just overrides everything that's happening around it. It's that. And then there's like a musical aspect to the film anyway. And there's a lot of like R&B and uh, piano playing. And I mean, that in and of itself, I wouldn't say is a bad thing, but it can I, that can be done very poorly. And it was. It, they tried to modernize Tom and Jerry, but it didn't work. Um, now, and then, what, like, can, can what, you explain a little bit more of what you mean by modernize Tom and Jerry? Like, do you mean like make it less car- like horrifically violent, <laughs> or it's. A little bit of that, yeah. There's sure. less of that because I feel like there have been other Tom and Jerry movies in recent memory that have tried to do that as well. So it's like that, like that's been done. It feels like the uh, the head of Tom and Jerry. I don't know who it is, but uh, King Tom and Jerry <laughs> sat down with his team of brain thinkers and was like, "Hey, what are the kids like these days that we can make monies on? Did they do TikToks? They maybe do they dab?" The, do people do kids still dab? No. Did I just like completely age myself out of coolness? Yes. Like yeah. th- th- that is, that's redundant. I was already way out of that. <laughs> Here's the problem with this conversation. Yeah. I watched so many shitty movies back to back to back <laughs> that they've all kind of bled together into like a chimera of like Cronbergian shit. Much like Time Wave, which we'll get to. <laughs> the thing the the movie just keeps morphing into less and less logical creatures. So is there dabbing in Tom and Jerry? There might be. Is there TikToks? For sure. Why not? Who cares? It's all garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but its biggest offense is that I can never say her name. Chloe Morenz? Chloe Grace Moritz? Yes. Yes. So she's the lead human character. But about halfway through the movie, they realize that Tom and Jerry can't have a dramatic storyline. So they become supporting characters in their own movie. Wait, what? Yeah. So she becomes um, some important job at a hotel the day of uh, a, a big money person's wedding and Tom and Jerry are fucking it up. But then Tom and Jerry have to work together to unfuck it up. Uh, but then they fuck it up anyway. Like so you th- do. they're just plot devices for her her arc. But it's a Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, I read the title too, but apparently <laughs> um, Tom and Jerry – boss of Tom and Jerry did not <laughs> – so my brain auto filled that to boss baby of Tom and Jerry. And that's a crossover that mm. I think we need to actually kill a producer to prevent. We have yeah. to sacrifice yeah. somebody, somebody just to prevent fr- this. Somebody just woke w- up. What's John Peters doing from a. <laughs> we are not inciting violence toward John Peters. Please, please don't sue us. This is all a joke. Worst screenplay. <laughs> you only have one for this. Uh, it's so here. Here's a little look behind the scenes. Anywhere that I didn't have something to write in, I just wrote Thunder Force. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying, if this isn't Thunder Force, I'm going to be so mad. So I had to think about, like, well, is it now that I've actually watched it? Because I hadn't watched it at that point. I had, like, pre-written it in. I'm like, but was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's absolutely fucking the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, 
Oh my god. Like Tom and Jerry is a bad script, but it's also a movie that if I'd seen it in the mid nineties as a as a kid, I'd be like, I have some nostalgia for that. Sure. It's very much like Dunson checks in, but less <laughs> less orangutan. And that's the biggest mistake. Right. No, they definitely should have had th- th- look, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back has proved this. Mm-hmm. People love monkeys. So <laughs> add <laughs> add <laughs> more <laughs> monkeys. It was good enough for Wes Craven. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Thunder Force. Thunder Force. It's real bad. It, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely not exaggerating when I say it is among the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It is like, I want to know what happened to Melissa McCarthy as an actor. Cause she's, she, not bad. She was del- a delight on Gilmore Girls. I absolutely fucking loved her mm-hmm. on that. She was good in Bridesmaids. She was good in, Sandra Bullock cop movie. Was it Heat? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that. That's I, th- baffling. I, I think it is actually called Heat. I, I, why I, did they do that? Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but I haven't seen that. Did they not know that Michael Mann? No, I think that's exa- I think they are very aware of that. But again, I haven't seen that, so is I have no Michael idea. Is Michael Mann aware that they Pro- did that? Time? Probably. I think legally he has to be. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll text him later. <laughs> Please let him, make sure. See how he's doing. Ask him how the kids are. Actually, I don't know why I know this, but he's he's writing a novelization that's a prequel sequel to Heat. That is a thing that is in my head. Neat? Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. What if it was, um, like, actually a prequel sequel to the Melissa McCarthy, Sandra Bullock Heat? And he just, like, joins, didn't tell anybody. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. Imagine the reactions to that. People would be so mad. <laughs> so I also I also honestly liked her in um in the 2016 Ghostbusters. Like all the issues that film mm-hmm. has aside, she wasn't bad. No one in that movie was actually like particularly bad. I would say yeah, it's and, just and Kate McKinnon was Kate McKinnon was mwah, gold. If if I could just like vignette the screen so that it's just her on screen the whole time, <laughs> I would have loved that movie. Like, yeah. And she is acting nonstop. Yeah, like, she's so good. More, I don't, more I don't Kate know if I've her. Yeah, like, has she not been in more features? Because that is confusing to me. That is also confusing to me. So that said about Thunder Force, I have to say that between Matrix Resurrections and Thunder Force, one of those gave me a pounding headache and the other did not. And it wasn't Thunder Force. I'm... I'm absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> by that assertion. <laughs> like, like I watched Thunder Force, and my immediate mm-hmm. thought was everybody in this movie should be above this. <laughs> oh yeah, and I expect way better out of all of those people. Every single person in this movie, it's like it, but like Matrix, like, like like there are issues with Matrix Four, but like I think I, what it is is like Thunder Force is bad but predictable. I don't know. Like it was. It's, it I think over, like, overall narrative, yes, very yeah. predictable. But the lengths that they go to to make this bad. The, whoever are, was writing their jokes that day, he didn't show up. He didn't show up for the whole movie. But why Why did you focus so hard and so many times on the raw chicken? So spoilers for Thunder Force, a movie you should never, ever, ever watch. Ever watch. I can't remember. No. Uh, Melissa, McCar- M- Melissa McCarthy is injected with some kind of hero super strength serum of some serum sort. and it causes her to crave protein which she the the narrative excuse that they give is that that's the only kind of protein that her body can handle and that's not how nutrition works 
at all. There's a number of there's too many scenes of her eating raw chicken, which like I already hate the sound of people eating. Yeah, uh, and there's so much there's so much mouth well, noise. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. every and time then they and, bring Jason Bateman in on it later. Why would you do that? Don't do that. Uh, mm. So I had to mute it every time that happened. Yeah, so that's, I didn't throw that, up. That's the correct thing to do. I mean, the correct thing to do is to not watch the movie in the first place. Right. So don't give them the monies. No. Uh, worst prequel re- remake, ripoff, or sequel? I gave it's Matrix. Absolutely. Full. Yeah, I, I, I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> worst screen combo. Originally, I put Tom and Jerry, but I actually think it might be um, Octavia Spencer. Oh, Octavia, Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, they're pretty awful. They're pretty awful. Like, they have no chemistry They really together. don't. It's upsetting. Like, like, at least Tom and Jerry beat the shit out of each other. And, like, they are... <laughs> and, like, they like they are both, like, accomplished comedic actors. Right. Like, they should be able to play off each other pretty well. Nothing. It it looked like... How do you say your name? Octavia Spencer? Octavia Spencer. It, it looked like they had her child off screen held at gunpoint. And they're like, you're doing this movie. And she's like... Ugh. All, All right, right, but I'm, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah, you're going to feel my displeasure yeah. in every scene. Worst supporting actress is another one I just threw out because I'm like, I don't, I don't, didn't have any. I just mm. said Red Notice because I was like, I feel like there's a supporting character in there that sucked. Of the movies I, I watched, guess, there wasn't. So, so I did watch Red Notice, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I'm going to get a chance to talk about it a little bit because we did, we didn't, we kind of breezed over it earlier. Honestly, like it's not a good movie, mm-hmm. but it's, it's. It's fun, at least through parts of it. It is it is a fun action movie. There's some really unique fight choreography at some moments. The I mean the, the overall like heist element and like Ocean Eleveniness of some of it is predictable. It, like it is overall a very predictable movie in terms of like seeing the twists coming. I wouldn't say anyone doesn't necessarily okay. bad job though. Well, here's the here's the thing with pretty much all of the movies that we watched for this. The actors weren't the problem. They generally weren't. So, like, worst supporting actor and actress, I don't really have one because Mm. the people in supporting roles weren't awful. Um, I initially Uh, wrote Jason Bateman, but I'm like, actually, no, he was fine. Don Cheadle. Oh, my God. He was not good in Space Jam 2. I wouldn't describe him as a supporting character, though. I might. I guess, yeah, he's an antagonist. He's not a support. Yeah, that's fair. How, Uh, How bad was Ryan Reynolds in Red Notice? Was he fine? He's Ryan Reynolds. Okay. For, for better and worse, he's Ryan sure. Reynolds. I mean, like, like there are times where his shtick gets a little old because it's his shtick. Right, yeah. Uh, but there are other times where it's absolute gold. So Don Chino might actually be a good choice for worst actor. Hmm. Because there's not really a male lead in Thunder Force. There's not. And Keanu was fine. He was Keanu. He was Keanu. Yeah. I, I Actually, I liked his performance yeah. in Matrix 4. Um. God damn. Uh, I mean, I guess you could go with LeBron, but we already know LeBron. We are, yeah, we've already got LeBron in there. I don't want to double nominate LeBron. Yeah. That just feels lazy and like a thing the Razzies yeah. would do. Yes. Uh, fuck. It, like, he would, I would feel okay giving him like worst supporting actor, but he has too much screen time. He has way too much screen time for that um, to work. You know, maybe Bugs. Bugs. Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Actually, you know what? <laughs> might be worst supporting actor. Bugs Bunny might be worst supporting actor, uh, which is, Bugs. makes me so deeply sad to say. Like, I, I have such no, deep you know nostalgia what? for Looney Tunes. Porky Pig. 
for that fucking song. You know what? <laughs> Becca and I were talking about this, like because I, I unfortunately subjected Becca to a lot I'm of these so movies, and 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 I'm sorry. You were only half paying attention because you were working at the time, but all the same, like that rap was so lame. Oh it, my god, that's so stupid. That rap was so bad. Like it was so it was so lazily written. They what they really should have done, and this is like. Becca and I were on the same page on this, was that they should have gone full-on, like, Eminem rap god, like, George Watsky, like, <laughs> like hyper-fast rap. Yeah. Like, it should have been hilariously fast, mm-hmm. cram as many syllables and triplets into there as you possibly could. Mm-hmm. That would have ruled. Like, actually make it worth the moment instead of writing just kind of a hackneyed like the, the same simple verse baby boss tom and jerry was sitting around and they were like what do the kids like in the space jams hip hop no we call it rap rap oh rap okay <laughs> just mm. who who what character we did not give enough screen time to oh porky okay porky pig absolutely we're just gonna jump right on up to worst director which okay was very clearly uh i'm gonna say his name's ben falcone for, for Thunder Force, Thunder Force. yeah, yeah, hundred You let this happen, Ben. Yeah, like you, you had the. If anybody had the power to make this even marginally better, you had the power yeah. to do that. Like as much as I didn't like Matrix Resur- Resurrection, um, it was Lana, right? It was Lana. It was yeah, Lana Wachowski directed that herself. Uh, um, just the one Wachowski. Like she was making choices. Like she, she was made act- choices. I wasn't always happy with them. She she was making active strong like bold choices yeah. in a lot of moments and that I don't think I can say the same for uh for for like, Benny Boy here. Where the where the fuck were you at, bud? Like what were you thinking? I want to know more about the production of this movie and I want to know how much of this was phoned in and given off to the second unit. Yeah, it feels really the whole movie feels phoned in except for um the daughter. <laughs> Who's you like know, barely I, been in anything, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is your first big movie. Yeah, for real. Because she was she was a bright spot yeah, at cool. some moments mm-hmm. until she suddenly has powers that were not foreshadowed oh, in any God. way. Yeah, you just, you just, like like that felt that felt like such a fucking afterthought, and just like well, I can't think of how to end this movie. I guess she's a speedster. The l- laziest writing, absolutely. Uh, do I need to ask what you think the worst picture was? No. Because it was Thunder Force. It was Thunder Force. It was Force. absolutely exactly. fucking. If Thunder yeah. Force doesn't win for worst picture, again, I will riot. I will. We will go to uh, King Razzie and throw raw chicken at him. I will. Th- oh. <laughs> God, that was the only. That will be the, the last bit of raw chicken that I have not cooked in a fifteen mile yeah. radius. Will be used to throw at at uh, Mister Mister Razzie. King, I assume he's King like Mister um, Monopoly Man, but I'm picturing more of like a Pringles guy. <laughs> He's just kind of like a floating raspberry head with with the exact same eyes and mustache. I, I think I have fond memories crown. of the Pringle fella. Whereas, like, I, I'm, he's like new Pringles guy, like the one that's like like the like the lazy modern Pringles guy that's just like an ad agency crapped out. I don't think my brain allows me to see that. It just might it auto corrects my, my eyes to see the. Real one. Yeah. Um, valid. Thanks, Brain. Hey, uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Yes. And we'll... when we come back, we'll look at the actual nominations. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had an enjoyable break, intermission, because uh, now we are going to talk about the actual Razzie nominations for the 42nd <sighs> Golden Raspberry Awards. 
there are there are some surprises here, and I and I'm going to riot. I'm gonna fucking riot. Joe's gonna riot. I'm so mad. Wh- where? Where's Thunder where? Force? I'm gonna do a little Control F. Surely it's on here. Some no. How? I'm gonna go ahead and read the criticism article. The Razzie nominating ballot for the 42nd edition was criticized for snubbing critically panned performances and films, including He's All That and Thunder Force, among others, while nominating mostly irrelevant films. Uh, So people were also upset. This is absolute weak sauce bullshit. Holy fuck, these these nominations are garbage. All right, let's, let's go over them. I'm still absorbing a little bit. What? Like, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I not not my favorite, but uh, here we go. This sucks. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with what is probably the best part of this, which is the Bruce Willis category. <laughs> the that actually rules. I am I am here for shitting on Bruce Willis's performances. Let's go. Yeah. And I didn't realize he was in this much in 2021. If you'd asked me a week ago if Bruce, what Bruce Willis movie came out this year, I would say, oh, I don't think I think he did anything this year. I didn't think he did anything either. There are eight movies. There are eight roles on this list. I'm I'm screaming. I'm we, spiking so hard throughout this. We we did say that cosmic sin was possibly but unlikely yes that that you did bring that up as an unlikely uh no there it is at least there it is for worst performances by bruce willis yes it's it's there in that list uh yeah his role as james ford in cosmic sin also uh american siege as ben watts apex as thomas malone the prey deadlock as ron whitlock Fortress as Robert Michaels, Midnight in the Switchgrass as Carl Helter, and Out of Death as Jack Harris, and Survive the Game as just David. You know, all those movies you watched this year. Yeah, those things that you have any recollection of or have heard of for like half a second. I don't I don't know any of these fucking movies. Worst screenplay. Diana the Musical, which is also the most nominated. And I don't I, know I've what never heard. I've what not heard of this is. movie even once. What the fuck is this? Um, also, uh, just skipping over that for a moment, the next nomination is for Karen, which is written by somebody named Coke Daniels. <laughs> uh, the the <laughs> poster is that, pretty great, How actually. is that what you're credited as? It is a dark comedy drama crime thriller. That's a lot. That That's word salad. And, oh, it's uh, also directed by Coke Daniels. <laughs> The poster is this, like, woman with a gun, just kind of, like, it's not unlike the Unforgiven poster with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Just kind of, like, looming over. I, I am getting, rejected. I am getting those vibes. Good Lord. <laughs> There's the Misfits. Uh-huh. Is that, wait a minute, is that Pierce Brosnan? That is Pierce Brosnan. In the Misfits? Yeah. It's, like, he's front mm. and center of the, yeah, uh, on the, 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 the poster there. Sure is. Not a badly designed poster, I might say. Nick Cannon. That that's uh, that is that for screenplay. Uh, we also have Twist, which I've never heard of. No, not even once. And oh, for fuck's sake, the woman in the window. I'm not the fuck's sake wasn't for that. Um, it was for uh, Tracy Leitz, who is a playwright that I cannot stand. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he also wrote Bug, which is not a terrible play, but uh, he also did Killer Joe, um, which they, they're both been turned into movies. Hmm. 
um, which like uh, during the McConaissance, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> played uh, plays Joe, and he did an excellent job. I just hate that play. All right, hmm. um, but he apparently wrote the screenplay for The Woman in the Window. I am surprised that I'm not more aware of this movie considering the cast: Gary Oldman, Anthony right. Mackie, Brian Tyree Henry, and Julianne Moore. Like starring Amy Adams and starring Amy Adams. Yeah. How on earth? How on earth was this not on my radar? This was spoiled for me. Uh, oh, this is yeah. one of your spoilers. This this one and that Bruce Willis was nominated for something. I had seen something vaguely about Bruce Willis, but I had to avoid seeing what. So like seeing has his own entire category is actually kind of a delight. The other thing I had it spoiled for me was that was that Ben Affleck had been nominated for something. But we'll right. get we'll, but we'll get to that. I'll read the worst prequel remakes ripoff or sequel. Uh, we have Karen, which is an, God, this is the Razzies being the Razzies. Karen is an inadvertent remake of Cruella. Space Jam being a sequel. Tom and Jerry remake. Twist rap remake of Oliver Twist. Is that is that real? I think that is real. I do vaguely oh. remember that being a thing, but it was but it like went in one ear and out the other whenever I heard oh, about it. That's not even them being shitty. That's that is what it is. And then uh, the woman in the window being a ripoff of Rear Window. What do you mean inadvertent remake of Cruella? What they're is trying to be funny, but they're not. They're not. That's just that's yeah. dumb. So for worst screen combo, we have the Razzies being very razzy. Um, any klutzy cast member and or lamely uh, lyricized or choreographed musical number from Diana the musical. Okay, so so just an indictment of musicals in general. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, LeBron and any Warner cartoon character or Time Warner product he dribbles on. The wording is unnecessary yeah. with the dribbles on. Just, just you could have left it at LeBron James mm-hmm. and any Warner character he interacts with. Just That's a fair nomination, I think. He's very bad in this movie. Jared Leto and either his 17-pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent in House of Gucci. I have heard that all of the accents are very bad in this movie. I was genuinely excited to see this movie when I heard, like read the premise. Yeah. And then I've heard nothing but like I've... what what the fuck was that? Yeah, pretty much. Which is a damn shame because like the cast was really good. Like I love Lady Gaga. I love Adam Driver. Jared Leto is fine. Yeah. He's hit and miss. Yeah. Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Platt singing 24-7 is normal. So musicals, it's just all musicals. It's again musicals. Yeah, yeah it's just you're 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 whining about musicals, even if Evan, dear Evan Hansen was very bad. And then I actually got one, uh, Tom and Jerry, aka Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> I mean, which kudos on the Simpsons joke. Right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Just it, it 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 makes my childhood hurt to see Tom and Tom and Jerry done dirty. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they weren't my favorites as a kid, but like they're still classics. Like you... I think Space Jam was the harder one. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how do you make Bugs Bunny that unfunny? So, first off, how do you make Bugs Bunny that unfunny? And also, how do you kill Bugs Bunny? <laughs> and then act like it didn't happen. Yeah, there's no resolution to that. None. He just pops up in the real world for some reason. Listen, I've seen that episode of The Simpsons. It doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna Tackle worst supporting actress. Yeah. Okay. So worst supporting actress, uh, Amy Adams for Dear Evan Hansen as Cynthia Murphy, Sophie Cookson for Infinite as Nora Brightman, Aaron Davey for Diana the Musical as Camilla Parker Bowles. Awful last name. Yeah. Sorry. 
Uh, Judy Kay, also for Diana the Musical, as both Queen Elizabeth II and Barbara Cartland. What? (laughs) Taryn Manning for every last one of them as Maggie. I'm, I don't know I, any of. I have that. no familiarity with Diana the Musical. I have. I've. This might be the first time I've heard the title. Every last one of them. Yeah. I'm not. I have no idea what Infinite is about. And you know, we know Dear Evan Hansen was terrible. Right, like yeah. it's because everyone was so pissed off about it. So uh, worst supporting actor. You have Ben Affleck for the Last Duel. Uh, Nick Cannon for the Misfits as Ringo. Not that Ringo. No, no, he can't, can't be that Ringo. No, if if this is no, if this is Listen. a secret Beatles biopic where Nick Cannon's <laughs> playing Ringo, Ringo Starr, <laughs> but like, I would I would read that fan fiction. I would read that fan fiction absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, people would be so mad. Oh my god, they'd be so mad. Uh, Mel Gibson in Dangerous as Doctor Alderwood. It just upsets me that he's still getting cast yeah. in things. Like at this fucking yeah. point, guys, come on. Gareth Keegan. In Diana the Musical as James Howitt. Hewitt. Hewitt, the muscle-bound horse trainer. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, that's a, uh, that's a hell of a uh, of, a, of a, a credit there. And then Jared Leto in House of Gucci as... Paolo. Paolo Gucci. So I have not seen The Last Duel. I've seen a TikTok where... Is, is um, Adam Driver in it? I think Adam Driver is in it. There's this, uh, isn't Matt Damon also in it? Yes. There's like a TikTok of like Adam Driver running around in armor and Matt Damon's just like, how's it going, Adam? And he's like, tired. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's all I have to watch with Last Soul, I think it's great. No, that, that deserves an Oscar right yeah. there. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> uh, but that one, that, that bombed because superhero movies. Oh yeah, no. Wait, who directed that? Was that Scott Ridley Scott? Okay, that, yeah, that was the Ridley Scott one. Yeah, because he was one of the cavalcade of fucking directors coming out to whine about superhero we cinema. Will absolutely cover that at some point. Just no, like, oh, that's there's going to be a second unit episode where we discuss all of that because some of some of it, like like it's one thing when when Scorsese's saying right. it, it's another when Roland Emmerich is saying it. Like fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry, your shitty movie bombed because. Yes, there was a superhero movie in yeah. theaters at that no, time. It, it, please, please explain to me how that how, how that it all hurt. Twenty twelve. I had to. God damn it! I had to explain to Belinda who he was, and I like went back through his cinematography. And then once we finally got to Independence Day, she's like, "Oh, I like that one." I mean, I love Independence like, Day. Yeah, in nineteen ninety eight or nine or whatever. Yeah, was it seven. He was like, maybe. No, no, late nineties. Whatever. Not important. But yeah, no, like that movie is great. Yeah. I love that one. Bill Paxton. Or not Bill Paxton. Um, Pullman? Pullman. Other other Bill. <laughs> so Bill Pullman. So Bill Paxton is fuck right now. I just want, <laughs> I want him back. <laughs> oh, oh, dear worst, God. Worst actor. Scott Eastwood in Dangerous as Dylan D. Forrester. No idea. Oh, God. Uh, Roe. <laughs> Have fun with this one. Fuck. Hartrumpf. Hartrumpf. Uh, in Diana the Musical as Prince Charles. LeBron James as himself. There's that. Okay. Uh, ben Platt in Dear Evan Hansen. As Evan Hansen. And then Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Infinite. <laughs> uh, so we got one. We got one there. And then uh, Worst Actress. We then have uh, Amy Adams for The Woman in the Window as Dr. Anna Fox. Gina DeWall as Princess Diana in Diana the Musical. Megan Fox uh, for Midnight in the Switchgrass as Rebecca Lombardi. Taryn Manning as Karen in Karen Drexler. Wait, at 
in Karen as Karen Drexler <laughs> and Ruby Rose in Vanquish as Victoria. There's another movie that I know nothing about, Vanquish. I have not heard of this. I, I just heard that it was a bad movie. That's all I know about it. We'll go to Worst Director, Christopher Ashley for Diana the Musical. This one hurts so bad. Go ahead. Steven Shabosky for Dear Evan Hansen. Not because of – and this does not hurt because of Dear Evan Hansen. I have no – again, right. I know nothing about Dear Evan, Han- Dear Evan Hansen. I I was one of those emo kids in in high school that yeah. absolutely fucking adored Perks of Being a Wallflower. So Steven Shabosky holds a special place in my heart because of that. So to see him nominated for Worst Director hurts. I, I didn't get to Perks of Being a Wallflower until I was in college. And, like, one of my friends, uh, Beal, who, like, we were drinking buddies. Yeah. Just, like, one night drunk, he's like, you got to read this. Yeah. No, I, I, I also did that to people in college a yeah. little bit. No, he's right. I mean, it was, like, it was a great book. It's great. I love that book. Then we have Coke Daniels <laughs> for I, Karen. I almost hope he wins. I just kinda, I just yeah. really want to hear Razzie Award-winning director Coke Daniels. Because that just feels right. And, like, I'm morbidly fascinated in Karen. Yeah, now I really want to see that movie. This has been great advertising for Karen. Yeah. You're welcome, Karen. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Rennie Harlan and The Misfits. And, oh, oh Joe. Joe Wright in um, The Woman in the Window. What has Joe Wright directed? I feel like I recognize that name. Yes. Uh, he did, did Atonement. Uh, oh. He did Hannah. He did Anna Karenina. And Pride and Prejudice. Oh, he was the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. And okay. I think there's one other movie on here. I like I no no I must be thinking of someone else. Ah, fuck you then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. I thought uh, he directed The Illusionist, but he did not. And then the big enchilada. Yeah. Worst picture. Uh, Diana the musical, obviously. Infinite. Wait, it specifies the Netflix version for Diana the Musical. I think there's a stage. Oh, that okay. would be my. So it's like 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 a like a like a Hamilton. Like how there's a Disney Plus version. So an Infinite. Uh, Infinite produced by Lorenzo Di Bonaventura, <laughs> Mark Huffman, Stephen Levinson, Mark Varadian, Mark Wahlberg, and John Zalzerni. Oh. Good lord, wow. these names. Uh. I'm going to not do that and say, Karen, Coke Daniels. <laughs> well, you can pronounce Mary Allo. Well, the rest of you guys are, you, you get off because it was clearly Coke's problem. <laughs> Space Jam, A New Legacy. Maverick Carter. Uh, oh, Ryan, Ryan Coogler was a producer yeah. on this? God damn. Uh, Duncan Henson. And, Anderson, of course, LeBron Anderson. James. Yeah. And then The Woman in the Window, Eli Bush, Anthony Cadigas, and Scott, Scott Rudden. Yeah. I feel like I've seen his name. Yeah, I've definitely seen his name on a number of things. Oh, a lot of good things, actually. Girl with the Drag Tattoo. Where is Thunder Force? Other great uh, David Fincher films like The Network. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, I don't I don't understand how that movie did not receive a single nomination. How? It, not it's like, a, the movie's egregiously bad. Like, not only is it really bad, but it has all the shit that the Razzies would love to pick, a, pick at. Seriously? What, did they just, like, feel too bad for Melissa McCarthy after watching it or something? Like, maybe that's it. That might be. That might actually be it. That might be a fairly reasonable uh, explanation. However. <laughs> I fuck. don't know how I feel about these, mostly because I don't know most of these movies. Yeah. 
That's the thing. We watched a bunch of movies expecting them to be nominated, I and most of them are not me. Made my brain Swiss cheese for no reason. I sat through so much raw chicken. <laughs> Waste it. I, I want that time back. I mean, so we, we're going to... The last episode of the season is going to be whichever wins the Razzie. So we've narrowed... Yeah, so now we've narrowed it down... There, there is a one in five chance that we have seen the right. movie, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> we both watched Space Jam. I know I am not surprised to see Space Jam: A New Legacy nominated for Worst Picture. I think that's deserving. Yeah, I don't think it's going to win. I don't. Those five. I don't know if it's going to win. I'm honestly kind of surprised that Dear Evan Hansen's not in the Worst yeah. Picture category, considering the outrage surrounding that one. Because like, I, in, Infinite must be really bad. Because like. It must be just absolute dog shit, right? Like, Diana, the musical, clearly was going to be nominated. It, it was nominated for everything else. Um, yeah, let's count that up real quick. So we have wor- Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, two in Worst Supporting Actress, uh, one in Worst Actor. So if you uh, go down to Worst the- Screen Combo and Worst Screenplays, nine nominations. Mm-hmm. If you go down to films with multiple nominations, you oh, can it's see... right there. I didn't have to count that out. It's literally a fucking table. <laughs> yeah, it has. It, it, it's a wide margin. The only one, so like, it has nine. Karen has five. Woman in the Window has five. H- H- Dear Evan Henson has four. Space uh, Jam has four. But Henson wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Instead, you go with Infinite, that which was nominated for a total of three. That like, that's confusing. Yeah. Like what? How how does Dear Evan Hansen have more nominations than Infinite, but Infinite gets the worst picture nod? Like even the internal logic of this yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, well, you know, I don't want to watch it, but if we have to, it better be real, real bad. It better be absolute trash. Okay, so out of those five, which <laughs> one would you? Thing to wish. <laughs> out of those five, which one would you um, want to watch? Honestly, I want to watch Karen. Yeah, I That's, want to see Karen. I, I'm, I'm like morbidly curious about Diana the musical just because of the sheer number of nominations. Right. But I, Cat's kind of maybe never want to watch a musical ever again. To be honest, <laughs> I, mean, I can't say I blame you there. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, we're gonna watch another Tom Hooper musical on Sunday. <laughs> but drunk. But drunk. That's the key difference. Um, is that what we've been doing wrong this whole time? We've been sober watching this bullshit. There's a lot of like drinking podcasts, and I think That's we true. may have fucked up. Yeah, I think I think the the two that I'm the most interested in seeing mm-hmm. out of that list that I haven't seen already are Karen and the Woman in the Window. The Woman in the Window, I feel, is going to be painful just because there's so many excellent actors in it right that's that's why i'm so curious it's like you like amy adams julianne moore anthony mackie gary oldman mm-hmm. what happened it, it's baffling because i i had heard that one was really no, really bad wait anthony mackie couldn't have given it as all because he was too busy with his sex ed class he was studying up on a sex ed class. He had to be prepared for his lectures. He was. He had to get new Legos. He was too busy cutting <laughs> out custom sized. <laughs> That's it. It takes uh, so long. Wedges. It takes so long to cut out the foam in the briefcase that he carries all of his toys in. From As the a sex person who actually class. had to do that, it does take a while. It takes a bit. <laughs> That's a painstaking process. It's not your fault, Anthony. Matt. You, we, you get a pass. We believe in you, Anthony. It's fine. Please see episode. He... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> see, oh, superheroes don't do that. Heroes don't do that. Yeah, the, the most perverted one thus far. Go, go enjoy that again, please. Oh, God.
It's still our second most highest it's played episode right now. Baffling, you perverts. <laughs> you lovely perverts. We love all of you. So that's the Razzie nominations for 2022 for the 42nd annual Golden Raspberries. So there's an elephant in the room that I think maybe we should, this is the time to probably talk yes, about I just agree. because I'm so mad about these nominations. <laughs> like I'm not like given again, I haven't seen a lot of these movies because <laughs> uh, maybe some of them didn't fucking deserve it. I don't know. Right. Uh, so slash film, a film blog not the most reputable of film no. sites by any stretch of the imagination, but sometimes home of an entertaining or interesting read, uh, has put out the idea that perhaps we should be done with the Razzies for good. That they don't actually serve the satirical purpose that they once did, that they're mostly racist and or homophobic or transphobic at you know, in in their history. In their history mm-hmm. and and in their con- in their continuance, and that they don't actually lend anything to the film conversation. Uh, a value of this uh, at this point. Now, what do you think of that? I like the thought behind the Razzies. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were created in 1980, it was done so almost with a middle finger to the um, the critics of the time. Yes, that were really far up their own asses. <laughs> so I like that they were like, let's just have fun and make fun of some of these like studios that spent all this money and time and act like the Academy Awards really are masturbatory. Yo, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's true of any award show. Yes. Like, like the, the, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys, whatever yeah. else. They're they, all industry awards. They're all industry awards. Even like the MTV awards at this point, like they are a circle jerk. It is. They used to be pretty fun. They though. used to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I will forever have fond memories of Jim Carrey walking up on stage, looking like a Vietnam veteran and ranting about fog hat. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, like all, like all of it is just so yeah. self congratulatory, patting yourself on the back shit. Especially considering so many of the of the lead actors are producers right, at this right. point. Like they are producing a lot of their own shit. So I, I I like having an award ceremony that kind of like takes the piss out of it. Yeah, I think that there's still a place for that. However, uh, however, yeah, I think that there's some valid criticism of the Razzies there. And we've talked about that mm-hmm. a lot, particularly I, I think that the first thing that jumps to mind for me is the nomination of John Candy for Worst Actress in uh, in in yeah. uh, Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. Like stupid shit like that that is just like like the lowest hanging fruit of of a yeah. of an attempt at a joke. We we should and cut this as if this is an absolutely stupid idea. We should do a derazzled episode on the Razzies as far as like how do you fix mm. the Razzies? Derazzing the Razzies. Yeah. Ooh, that's a hmm. That might that's ooh. I don't hate I don't hate that idea. I think there's I think that might have legs. Because it it really all the Razzies are right now is a brand. Yeah, very few people actually watch it or give a shit. No, I, I mean, I've, honestly, I've never once watched it. When 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 I we w- when we watch it for our for our episode mm-hmm. on it, will be the first time I've ever actually watched the Razzies, excluding the clip where Halle Berry accepted. Her oh, reward. there's that. No, that's that's, that's it. its own that's its own <laughs> thing of beauty. Yes, which I will say, if 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 LeBron James wins for worst actor yeah. and accepts his own Razzie, I will have so much more respect for yeah, him. Yeah, really, Just, anyone anyone who does, I think Sandra yeah. Bullock did as well. I think she did. Um, yeah, for, 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 for mad respect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that is that is showing you're a good sport about things. Yeah. Especially if the Razzies are able to kind of get, like, get their shit together and you know find a better way to fulfill the role that they once did. 
Yes, I agree. They go for the low-hanging fruit. They don't mind being crass or shitty to minorities. Uh, and that needs to stop. That needs to stop. They need to. They need to veer away from being mean. Did you see any nominations in in this list that were particularly mean? I have a hard time with that because I just haven't seen so many of these right. movies. Like me, it. Nah, Jared Leto's fine. No, Jared, like, like as as far as like his nomination of yeah, seventeen pound latex face. Yeah, like that's that's not calling him out for something he has no control over. Like, right. if anything, you're if any, I mean, if anything, that's more of a of an effects quibble mm-hmm. than a, or a makeup department quibble than a Jared Leto quibble. But it is still, I think, a valid thing to criticize. Like, if you had to say that they were being shitty to anyone, you could say Bruce Willis, but also Bruce Willis is not a very nice individual. Yeah, again, like I, I think I brought this up on an episode before, but like, watch. Watch the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis. It's one of the most uncomfortable things I think I've ever watched because uh-huh. it's just like all this adoration and loving praise of him in between jokes about how fucking racist he is. It's just I did not know that. Yeah, it it it, oh, it made me so upset when I watched that. My mom was so excited excited to watch yeah. it because she loves Bruce Willis's work. But it's just like like watching that. It's just like oh, this is this just clangs. This does not feel good. He has the movies where I really enjoy him and his yeah. performance, and then there are the stories about him behind the scenes. I'm like, why? I don't know how this guy gets. Again, if as Tom much if Tom Hanks is going out of his right. way to hit you extra hard with a sword, <laughs> like, what did you say to Tom Hanks? What did you do? How much of a prick are you being on God. set that you pissed off the nicest man in Hollywood? This this is a little bit of a, a side thing, but I found out that the writer of Hudson Hawk is Daniel Waters, who I adore. He did Heather's and Batman Returns. Really, the, the script. Yeah, for those two. Holy um, shit. So now I'm like, I, I'm even I more curious for when we it. get to that episode. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to cover it. So I think the Razzies need to rebrand themselves. S- just stop being mean spirited. Yes, a hundred percent. And like, enjoy the fun, the fun of it. Yeah, lean lean into the fun, lean into the satire, but don't punch down. Yeah, like recognize what's what. Reclaim the purpose that you once served. I would love to say that the stinkers are better, but honestly, I've never seen anything but their list. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's part of the problem. Is I don't think they. I don't. Even, I don't even think they had a formalized like show. I think it was always just a list that they released. And I don't remember they, them seeing any like bizarre categories. There were some. Oh, was there? Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, there. Mean spirited categories or just weird categories? Weird. Okay. More so weird categories. I don't think they got specifically mean spirited because there were times. There were times whenever they were vocal critics of the Razzies as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, in particular, um, 2005, whenever the Razzies nominated uh, Paris Hilton for her performance in House of Wax as a uh, worst supporting actress, hmm. uh, the folks behind the Stinkers called that. Um, it, or they they called that out as uh as like a lazy stunt nomination and suggested that if any that anybody nominating her for worst actress for that particular performance mm-hmm. has obviously not watched a lot of movies this year because they could name like twelve other actresses that were uh. more deserving of the nomination than her. So then, like the next year, they did nominate her for a for a uh, for a stinker for a performance in another movie that was mm-hmm. like actually bad. But so what you're saying is that the Razzies had the stinkers assassinated. Maybe that's what happened. This is the, like, zine that I want to write. 
Yeah, because we still haven't really seen any conclusive no. explanation for like why the stinkers stopped after two thousand six. No idea. Well, that's that's all a lot of shit. You want to talk about something that tastes a little less shitty? Yeah, let's 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 end this with a palate cleanser. I think we're I think we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Oscar nominations just to remind ourselves that there have been good movies <laughs> <laughs> and also to kind of say uh, to just kind of assuage the the rage that I'm still feeling over the fact that Thunder Force wasn't nominated for a goddamn thing. <laughs> yep see you soon how <laughs> fucking how I'm the geeky dad and we're the multiverse kids and sometimes we review movies shows or books but all the time we have fun join us every week and um listen to our show and sometimes we might even have a special guest so join us at the Geeky Dad Podcast. Welcome back for your after dinner mint <laughs> to get that nasty poo poo pooey raw chicken taste out of your mouth. Oh God! Here's a, a nice sorbet for you at, to <laughs> yeah. to uh, to get the horrible horrible stank taste out of your mouth. We're going to talk about the ninety fourth. The ninety yeah, fourth annual Academy Award nominations. Heck, indeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, the movie that has been nominated the most is *The Power of the Dog*, which I have not watched but intend to. Actually, I haven't watched like any of these because I've been so busy watching shit. Yeah, that's also fair. Uh, I think I think between how much I was working throughout most of 2021 and just how much garbage we've purposefully watched for this show, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of movies here that I've uh, that I've just not seen. Actually, out of the, I mean, I'm I'm historically bad at keeping up with Best Picture nominees. Mm -hmm. Like I always, it's like one of the things I say every year is like, man, I'm gonna watch those. Yeah. I'm gonna keep a better eye on that, and I never <laughs> fucking do. So t in typical me fashion. I uh, I've only seen Dune out of this entire list. I usually go for the best pictures that are like I recognize those directors by their by their work. So um any other normal year I would have watched uh, Guillermo del Toro's Oh yeah. Primary alley. I, I absolutely will. I I yeah, I was excited about that from the moment it got announced. I'm really happy to see it nominated for best picture. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh I have... I'm also going to watch Dune cuz uh, Denny Villeneuve is so good. It's oh is my God. so good. I am not familiar with Belfast, Coda, Drive My Car. I want to see King Richard very badly. King Richard I'm familiar with. Um, yeah, that, that looked really good. I, I'm a little surprised that along those lines that the um, Denzel Washington Macbeth was isn't on here. Because that, that got wild praise. Yeah, I, I was pretty surprised that didn't get nominated. I'm a little surprised to see Licorice Pizza on here, honestly. Why is that? Uh, just because I feel like that only popped up very late in the year, and like I don't, and I didn't really know anything about it until I think the only thing I've actually heard about it uh, is, aside from the fact that people have enjoyed it, is that like the main focus of it is like is a uh, a relationship between an adult and a minor. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, which is icky. Hey, remember that time we pissed off everybody by talking shit on Zack Schneider? Oh, like five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you want to make it worse and talk shit on Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson? Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have a particular Paul Thomas Anderson problem. I, I know do. you do, though. I can't stand him. Yeah. If, if you want to go on about that, please. I don't enjoy his films. Her, maybe Boogie Nights I do enjoy. I always forget that's him. And Magnolia is not bad. Oh, right, right. And I don't even I – normally I can say, like, ah, I'm sure he's a nice guy. But, like, I've heard him in interviews. I'm like, you are so – so far up your own ass. Like you, <laughs> you love yourself way too much. And normally it's because I've heard some like film student, film snob jerking themselves off while talking about him, which is obnoxious. It's actually one of the reasons I was talking to Belinda about this. Like one of the reasons I hated the Coen brothers for a while. I'm like, every time I go to a party and there's like, <laughs> like little corner of film nerds just, and like, I am a film nerd, Yeah, but I can also watch a Batman and enjoy it. But well, because a Batman, because a Batman good. is a, a good, <laughs> <laughs> We are we are both very hungry yeah. <laughs> uh, and tired, but, but like no country for no uh, no country for old men came out when I was in college, and oh, people would not stop. Like, yeah, like, people. I did. am smart because I enjoyed this movie. So when I watched, it, I'm like, this movie sucks. And then I watched it years <laughs> later. I'm like, no, actually, it's excellent. It's actually, it's really fucking good. Film. So that applies to Paul Thomas Anderson, except for when I do watch his movies, I still don't enjoy them. Sure. Am I gonna watch Licorice Pizza anyways? Probably. Maybe I don't know. Um, I I I I keep going back and forth in my head on the whether or not I want to watch that one. Uh, one of the nominees on here I definitely don't want to fucking watch is Don't Look Up. Why is that? Uh, because uh, it's too fucking real. Oh. I've no. I, I don't need. I don't need to watch that movie to know what it's about or to yeah. in, or to like take in its message because we live it every fucking day. Like I don't. I don't need that. I was gonna say that's probably one I I am gonna watch because I really enjoyed slash Panic Attacked to Vice. Which he, he, it's the biopic on Dick on, Cheney. on Dick Cheney. Yeah. yeah. No, I still haven't watched that one. I did want to watch mostly because I, I mean, I just wanted to see Christian Bale. Oh, he's as, excellent. The whole yeah. movie's excellent. I'm not surprised. I mean, like Adam McKay is not a bad filmmaker and I'm sure this movie is good, but like the overall message that it's trying to convey, like released this five years ago, man. So Adam McKay, huh? I mean, like, like the entire film's plot got spoiled for me like really quickly because of you know just what the subject matter is right. and there were so many different visceral reactions to it it i haven't watched it yet and i i have like a vague understanding of what it's about it's so I'm, i want to not have as much spoiled as possible i won't go into it then i, I, won't, I won't go i won't go into a lot of the specifics of like what i've read about it and what makes me yeah. not want to watch it at this point but Hell, I might even just end up watching it just now. Now that it's nominated for yeah. this, I might, you know, I might give it my eyes for a little bit, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Like it, it just it feels entirely too current to me in terms of in terms of like what it's trying to what is like what kind of shit it's trying to draw attention to. Sure, like you're just po like you're pointing at the color of the paint on the on the walls in the room <laughs> that we're both standing in. And trying to make some profound statement about it. It's like, no, but we are too deeply mired in this right now for for this to be. So do you think that, and, and I, I also want to watch this, and maybe this will be a conversation we have after we've both watched it. Sure. Do you think that the movie would carry more weight if it were several years removed? I, well, that, that's the thing. I think had it been several years removed in the past. Like if oh, if okay. he if he had done this like five years ago, mm -hmm. brilliant. I think I, I think that would have been a conversation piece for that time mm -hmm. 
that could have really done something and changed like a changed some piece of public dialogue that maybe wouldn't have had us in a number of situations that we were fucking in. Maybe that could have been interesting. But no, it's 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 happening right in the midst of see. everything that we've lived through in the past two and a half years that makes the world horrible. I will say watching Vice mm-hmm. legitimately fucked me up. I'm sure it did. I I don't I don't doubt that for a second. I think especially given like the impact that that era has on what we're going through now. That though I think is more interesting than like you know than just kind of restating what everyone's already mired okay. in through the 24-hour news cycle and social media on a constant basis as it is. Yeah. I can It's hard to speak on it without having watched the yeah. film, but I understand what you're saying. Words like vice basically talked about the politics that we grew up with. Yeah. And and that'll fuck you up. Uh, yeah, it was like, well, how do you want to re-traumatize yourself as an American? <laughs> and like, I mean, and for me, speaking as somebody who is all about re-traumatizing himself through media, which is <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I would, I would watch that, but this one feels too fresh. Gotcha. I think, like, you know, may, maybe getting some separation from it and watching it further down the road, it might, I might feel differently. But I don't know. I feel like this, this would have been. Like, I want to know how long he's had the idea to do this. That that would be interesting. I, I want to know how how much of a reaction to now this movie is. And who knows? Maybe I'll watch it and I'll have a completely different tune. Maybe I'll love it. Who knows? But I've heard it's boring. I've also heard that, though, too. <laughs> and how do you do that? Yeah. Uh, so looking at the best picture list, I'm obviously going to watch, like, Nightmare Alley first, then Dune. And then probably that. I want to see West Side Story. I do not. Really? Yeah, I have no interest. I've I, seen the original and I'm like, cool. There, the one thing that makes me want to see it, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that AI, that I've not seen the original, is that one of the actresses from the original was brought back in a unique role for this one. Rita Moreno. I probably know her to see her. Yeah, she, I was it, like, well, it's not Natalie Wood. No, it's no. <laughs> God. Uh, no, but no, Rita Moreno was brought back to take on a new role in this one and was given like a completely unique song. Oh, okay. Uh, that I, from what I've heard is fantastic. And just everything I've seen behind the scenes about this movie su- suggests that it is worth watching. If somebody put it on, I'd watch it. Yeah. But I don't tend to go towards musicals anyway. Right. And and as you've, as you've stated, you don't have a whole lot of reason to feel like you should no. after Cats. <laughs> Uh, and I do, I do want to watch Power of the Dog. That's one that Scott ha- had watched. Right. Really I rem- as well. Yeah. I remember him mentioning that. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't know any, I don't know a lot about it, but like the fact that it got nominated for this mm-hmm. many awards is, is wild. So like it, again, it makes me want to see it. Best director category, not super surprising. It's a lot of the same stuff. You have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Oh God. I'm R- not going to try to say that uh, name. Ryusuke. Ryusuke Hamaguchi. Yeah. Or drive my car, which I have not heard anything about. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Uh, then Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. uh, Gene Campion for Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Yeah, not not a, not a very surprising list, honestly. Best actors you have Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, which I, Rob saw and he said it was. I've heard, I've heard that it's very good. Oh, we do we do have a nomination for Tragedy of Macbeth for Denzel. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm at least glad to see Denzel get the nod for that. That's uh, 
was kind of wild to see uh, both Will Smith and Denzel Washington getting nominated for um, <laughs> King Richard and Lord Macbeth. Yeah, for Shakespeare characters. Right. <laughs> do you, so is King Richard? Do you think that is a direct reference to the? Oh, yeah. okay. I, I I would not be surprised anyway. Personally, I ho- I hope it's Richard the Third. That's like when I saw that, I'm like, they didn't move another movie about Richard the Third. I'd be so happy. But then that's my, I that's my favorite. Looked at the topic, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> that's that is that's my favorite Shakespeare history is Richard the Third. I absolutely love it. I am also a good theater person and have read all of those things and I uh, have an opinion. <laughs> all I know is that you don't say Macbeth within a theater. It's bad luck, right? Some of the witches. Uh, <laughs> you say the Scottish play. You say the Scottish play. Yeah. I did want to see The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I I heard it didn't do well, but I I want to watch it anyways, just because I, apparently evangelicals is the thing that now we are doing forever. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, that's internally for me exhausting, but also, yeah, I kind of want to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So best. So we, we mentioned that because Best Actress, uh, Jessica Chastain was nominated for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman back in the Best Actress yep. category again for The Lost Daughter. Well, she's always excellent. Yeah, Olivia Coleman rules. Which also I want to mention her because of. Have you seen uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines? I've never even heard of it. It's a okay. It's a an animated film on. It's on Netflix. It is probably my favorite movie of 2021. No shit. Well, okay, favorite no favorite animated okay. film of 2021. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that Dune and uh, Spider Man No Way Home came out mm. last year. Uh, but machine. Okay. Mitchells versus the Machines. If counting. All films, it's probably my third favorite movie that came out last year. It is first what? off, amazing original property. It is not based on anything else, to my knowledge. And it is it is fast-paced and fun and goofy. The voice cast is amazing. The animation is super engaging and lively. Um, it's a really unique blending of like 3D animation with some 2D touches okay. and, and influence. Like uh it is produced by uh Lord and Miller, who were oh, the producers yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the Lego movie mm-hmm. and the creative minds behind Clone High. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so it has their fingerprints all over it, which is great. Griffin McElroy is a bat, is a, a, uh, like additional voice really? throughout the movie. Honestly, why is he not done more voice work? Also, Alex Hirsch, the creator of, uh, Gravity Falls is a, an additional okay. voice at various points. Y- you've sold me. Yeah. It's very good. You should, you should watch it. Uh, other best actress. Um, I really want to watch Spencer. I've heard so many good things about it, and I'm just I am so happy about like the uh, the revival of Kristen Stewart yes. that we've seen post Twilight. Yeah, uh, both her and Robert yeah. Pattinson have gone in such wildly different directions with their careers yeah. since then, and it makes me so happy. Like to see her be so lively and mm-hmm. like do such wild stuff now. It's great. Because there were so many goddamn stupid complaints about how like dead eyed and like yeah. flat she is, and it's just like that's no, the thing she movie. yeah, that's the movie. She's in a piece of shit movie with bad writing, and she's and it's like, she has nothing to work with here. Yeah, like look what happens whenever she has cool shit to work with. Also, Nicole Kidman for Lucille Ball in Being the Ricardos and Penelope mm-hmm. Cruz in Parallel Mothers. I didn't even realize Penelope Cruz was in anything last year. So oh, that's kind of neat to see her get a uh, Best a, Actress oh, nomination. that poster. Okay. I, the only thing I know about it is that the, the poster caused a big uh, big deal. If you want to go ahead and click on that image. It's a tit. No, that's an eyeball. It's a tit. It's an eyeball. It's a regular crying eyeball. What are you talking about? 
Joe, where do your tears come from? My tears come from my nipples and my, and my milk <laughs> comes from my eyes. Is that not normal? Uh, well, my nightmares are going to be weird tonight. <laughs> uh, if I recall correctly, the poster caused a bit of a stink because, oh my God, a feminine nipple is on a poster. <laughs> Won't someone please think of the children? Uh, which, like, honestly, you, you can't tell the fucking gender of the nipple. It's a nipple that's it's a nipple. made to look like an eyeball. It's just a nipple. Yeah. God. Just, just scream, scream a little louder. <laughs> Where's Thunder Force? I'm so glad you're editing this. <laughs> Supporting actor, you know, you're seeing a lot of the same names. I'm glad Kristen Dunst is uh, back back yeah. in the awards. I haven't seen her in a minute. Well, she's in Power of the Dog. Yeah, I had no mm-hmm. idea. Uh, always I've good always to see J.K. Her. Simmons. Always good, always good to see J.K. Simmons. Absolutely. Jesse Plemons getting a Best Supporting Actor nod as well. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Let's let's hop down to Best Animated Feature. I always enjoy that. Oh, yeah. That's always a favorite for me. Ah, Mitchell's and the, and the Mitchells machines. versus the yeah. Machines. Yes. I haven't watched any of these. I'm so far behind. Oh, man. I have seen. I really want to see Encanto. Encanto is very good. I really enjoyed Encanto. Um, I've not seen Flea. I've not heard of Flea, but it is a Danish Luca, docudrama. Luca was a fucking delight. Was it? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that, oh my God, just, just A, how Italian it is, and B, just the reading of the film as a, like, as, as a, 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 Oh man, I'm glad you said that I should watch Mitchell's and Machine, because based on the poster, I absolutely would not. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, just the animation style, it, it doesn't hit me right. It's, uh, you'll, it, you'll, it feels different whenever it's in, actually in motion. Gotcha. Yeah, Luca. Yeah, Luca for a the Italianness of it, and b the way you can read it as uh, as as a platonic queer friendship. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, it it, it just warms my heart. I absolutely, I absolutely love that movie. I have not seen Raya and the Last Dragon yet. I wanted uh, to really bad. I I also want to watch it. I've I, I've heard mixed opinions about it. Same. Yeah. Um. The one thing. This is tangential to the film, but mm-hmm. like a lot of people got really pissed off about. Um, Lindsay Ellis comparing it to Avatar The Last Airbender as though that's a bad thing to be compared to. Like, people, like, went off the rails, like... Like, they said it, they was, like, copying it? No, or? they they claim, like, they, they accused her of accusing the movie of copying something else or of her being racist for, like, oh, trying to, uh, trying to okay, diminish okay. the accomplishments of, of, uh, of, of, uh, of, film of uh, animation depicting actual east asian cultures and it's like that's not what she fucking said <laughs> like there is like every like, it was just uh, this like twitter war of people taking her out of context that was just like really painful to watch and has since driven her off of youtube like, she quit she quit oh, doing she quit doing her thing which really sucks think we can get her on no okay <laughs> i don't actually know who this person is but I'm sorry that that happened to you. The internet is an awful place. Yeah, it really is. Also, fuck Zack Snyder and Paul Thomas Anderson. Come at me. <laughs> uh, let's hit cinematography real quick. Sure. Yeah, where is where is cinematography? Is it uh, further? Towards the bottom, as always. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, so we've got... Oh, there's, there's, tra- oh, there's Tragedy of Macbeth. Macbeth okay. Interesting that it's best cinematography, but not best film. Yeah. Um, hmm. Remind me. That was directed by one of the Coens, yeah? One of the Coens. It's Ethan Cohen, I think. Okay. That's another thing that was kind of interesting this year. Yeah. We see a, bu- a couple of like high-profile films from one half of a directing right, right. duo. I want to cross over. 
with the Wachowski. Oh my god! Oh, 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 Wachowski and an, uh, and a Cohen. Yeah. teaming up. That'd be fun. Kind of like what is it, like wife swap, but with <laughs> sibling swap, <laughs> right? Dune. So Dune. Have, was it Greg? Greg, Greg Frazier. Uh, Nightmare Alley for uh, Dan Lauston. Power of the Dog. Uh, Ari Weg- Wagner. Wagner. I think so. Uh, the power of Mac- the power of Macbeth. The power of Macbeth. <laughs> the tragedy of Macbeth for uh, Bruno De- Del Bonnel and West Side Story. Uh, Janusz Kaminski. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. God, that that is honestly, I might instead of going with the best picture list, I might go with the best cinematographer list because there's there's plenty of crossover, and those are those are the movies I've wanted to watch anyways, excluding West Side Story. But yeah. I mean, it, you, you've seen Dune, right? I've not seen Dune yet. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It, yeah. It, it's because Denny, Devin, you've made me feel bad. <laughs> he's like, don't see it. Like go and see it in theaters. And I'm like, Denny, I have to move right now. I yeah. It was find... really not good timing for no. you. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I will watch it cause I, I love him and I, it's so good. Like I was very, I was very happy with Dune. I can't, I can't wait for part two. I'm not, there are some things in here that I'm noticing that I completely forgot about, like that there was a Coming to America si- uh, sequel. Did I get nominated for something? Uh, best Makeup and Hairstyling. Oh. As did Cruella. And also, that one makes um, a little more sense. I, I think people so. are going to have some issues with House of Gucci uh, getting nominated in that same category, considering uh, Jared Leto's face uh, oh, prosthetics. Yeah? But yeah, that's there. Uh, Free Guy got a Best Visual Effects nomination. Interesting. Uh, so did, so well. did Shang-Chi and Spider- there's Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, mm-hmm. Also No Time to Die. Cool, cool. Yeah. No Time to Die also got Best Sound, uh, Best Original Song. I'm always interested in the the Best Editing category because if you're in the Academy, you vote for everything. Yeah. But unless you've edited, you don't know how to fucking edit. You don't know edit. how to edit, yeah. Ooh, boy. Uh, so as, as I remember um, – what was it? Was it Bohemian Rhapsody won for Best Editing? Uh-huh. And a bunch of people were like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Best original song is an interesting one here. Uh, so, in particular, because of Encanto, because I, I okay. the song Dos Alargitas is nominated here, uh-huh. uh, which fair, it's a lovely song, and I've I heard that, some complaints about this. It, well, the thing is, is that the the one that objectively slaps the hardest mm-hmm. in the entire movie is we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, I've seen and, so many. I don't know anything about the movie other than that because of TikTok. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's an absolute banger of a song. Uh, actually, a lot of the music in it is very good. Like. Lin Manuel Miranda did a very good job. TikTok did an amazing job at advertising a movie that I would not have initially <laughs> known or cared about. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Also, little baby child Billie Eilish got nominated for her "No Time to Die" song, which came out like three years ago. I forgot that was Billie Eilish. That's well, like the song got released right before the movie was originally going to be released, and then it got delayed and delayed and yeah. delayed. Yeah, so she, so she, I'm sure she's getting noticed this and be like, "I got what?" Yeah, right. <laughs> That was when I was still in high school. Oh God! Um, but, there, yeah. There's a lot of other great categories. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's the Oscars. But, there's a ton of comprehensive stuff here to get nominated for. Uh, take a look, see if something you enjoyed got nominated. Celebrate it if it did. Uh, don't give a fuck if it didn't, because again, this is all masturbatory. Right, right, right. And it's it's a lot of like, well, it was their time to win, whatever. But I think that uh, that wraps it up for our Razzie Nom episode. Thank yes, you indeed. all for joining us. Next time we'll be back to our somewhat normal 
Uh, somewhat. We're going to do something a little bit different because we've watched so many fucking bad movies that we needed to kind of like cleanse our palate with something. So we have a collab coming that, up that's, that's going to – Vodka. Vodka based. Yeah. I mean, when I say cleanse our palate, I mean burn it. Yeah. So we'll so – you'll <laughs> Scorched see, earth. Yeah. You'll see what's going to happen there. Um so we'll be back with that. In the meantime, uh, thank you all for listening to us and checking us out as much as you have. Uh, again, your uh, the love we've been getting for the show is absolutely amazing. So thank you all so much for all of that. Please continue to spread the word about the show. Encourage people to uh, to like and subscribe to it on various platforms. Um, please continue to rate and review the show on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Good Pods. Uh, we are yet again, at the, as of this recording, number yeah. one on the TV and film top 100 on Good Pod. So thank you all so much for that. And 11 overall. And 11th overall last time we checked. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so please keep doing that so people can continue to discover us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at at uh, Derazzled Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Derazzled Podcast or on Instagram at Derazzled underscore podcast. And you can email us at DerazzledPodcast at gmail.com to let us know what you think of our fixes. Uh, to Let us to, know. Have you ever played with a crack pipe as a child? So not let knowing us know that it was... To tell us your childhood crack pipe stories, uh, or to uh, suggest movies that we might t- tackle in season two. Yes, yeah, we'd like some, to hear some uh, suggestions. Hell yeah, do do that, do that, and uh, join us uh, for vodka next time because we are sure to razzle dazzle ya. I want some pizza. <laughs>